Welcome. Welcome to the first Business English podcast. My name is Rob and I will be your host during this first podcast episode. Now, I thought this presented a great opportunity, as it is the first episode, to talk about firsts, and in particular, first days at work. After all, it is essentially my first day at work here on the podcast with you. We all have first days, and not just one, we have many throughout our lifetime. It doesn't matter if you're fresh out of education, going into your first job, or perhaps a battle-hardened C-suite executive moving internally within a company, or perhaps externally on to greener pastures. The challenge is one and the same. As the saying goes, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And it is for that reason, in this episode, we're going to look at what we need to do in order to deliver a strong introduction, laying the foundations for great communication downstream. But first, let's cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Before we jump into exactly what makes a great introduction, I think it would be appropriate to introduce myself and this podcast a little bit more. Now, as I said, my name is Rob from Energetic English, and we help professionals worldwide to communicate more powerfully and more confidently in their business arena. You may be pleased to know that I'm a qualified ESL tutor and hold the CELTA qualification. In addition to that, I've also spent over a decade tutoring and mentoring professionals from all different industries, helping them perform at their best when it matters most. Now, this could be an interview for their dream job. It could be a huge presentation ready for promotion. It could be a key negotiation to win a huge client or even a product pitch as they're starting out as an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter. The key theme here is effective communication. That is communicating with impact. And that will form the golden thread running through this entire podcast series. Not only will we be discussing the evergreen principles of great professional communication, but also conducting interviews with professionals from across different industries, finding out what expressions they're using, what tactics and techniques they use on a daily basis that help them communicate more effectively. And we're going to consolidate all that information into one short, sharp, punchy podcast here on the Business English Podcast for Professionals. Right, without further ado, let's crack on. So, as outlined in the introduction, we're going to be talking about first days. But more importantly, 
we're going to be talking about how to create a strong first impression through using great professional communication skills. Remember, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. It doesn't matter if you are a senior manager going into that senior position or it's your first day in work ever as a junior employee going out onto the shop floor. The first impression counts. Now, clearly there are a number of factors that contribute towards a great first impression. And we're not really going to go into too much detail with these. Our main focus is the communication skills you use in order to create that strong impression. But I just want to touch on a few other factors you might want to think about when trying to improve that first impression. The first one is timekeeping. Timekeeping as a professional is paramount. It's vital. It is so important and can't be stressed enough. As a professional, we are expected to be on time and in most cases, be ahead of time in order to put ourselves in the best position for success. Having a good relationship with time allows professionals to achieve more on a daily basis. It allows us to hit those deadlines and work logistically with an impossible timetable. If you're one of these people that doesn't have the best relationship with time, that's okay. But now you have identified that there is potentially a problem here, you can go out and start taking action making sure that you have a daily, uh, weekly or monthly timetable that you adhere to. Make sure that you set alarms or schedule things slightly ahead of time to make sure that you are able to hit those deadlines that you're aiming for. Now, we're going to be exploring more advice on timekeeping in future podcast episodes. But the key point here for you to take away is that timekeeping is essential in making a good first impression. I don't think I need to say it, but I will anyway. Don't be late. Get there in good time and this will help produce that positive state of mind that we all need on our first day. So the final key factor that I wanted to talk about briefly before moving on to the main event is your turnout. Your turnout and its effect on your overall first impression. Now, what do I mean by turnout? I'm talking about the clothes that you wear, how you're presented physically, not about your body language or your posture, but your turnout. Clothing, shoes, maybe hair, glasses. The key point here being, are you neat and tidy? Do you look presentable? Do you look professional? I believe that many of us have heard the expression, we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. However, on this occasion, that's exactly what's happening. As a professional, we are turning up to do a job, or you may even be an entrepreneur, turning up uh, to pitch a client on your service or product. And if you don't look the part, you're going to do some damage to that first impression before you have even opened your mouth. So it's certainly something to consider when making a good first impression. Neat, tidy and on the ball.
right onwards to the main event, which is, of course, how to create a strong first impression through using great professional communication skills. What do we need to say? How do we need to say it? Well, essentially, it just comes down to one thing, which is confidence. Confidence in what you say and confidence in how you deliver it. Allow me to paint you a picture. You are an engineering consultant with significant experience within your field. You have managed multi-million pound projects. You have led huge teams of engineers and been successful throughout your career. You are subsequently hired uh, by one of the largest firms in the industry to go in and spearhead the most recent project for them. It's Monday morning. It's the first time you have set foot in the office and uh, you're about to introduce yourself to your team. There are also key stakeholders in the room and your boss is stood at the back watching, listening and staring. It is now the time where you must stand up and introduce yourself to the room, creating that strong first impression. You open your mouth and... What comes out is less than optimal. The expressions and vocabulary that you use don't feel right for the situation. Your tone of voice seemed a bit shaky too, not really delivering the confident introductory speech that you were hoping for. And finally, the speed of your speech that you delivered was quick. I mean, after all, you wanted to show your competence in the subject and also how fluent you are in your English communication skills. But then it hits you that most of the room missed what you said because you were speaking too quickly. The tone of your voice made you come across really unconfident and the expressions and vocabulary seemed like you were chatting in a coffee shop, not a boardroom. So does any of this sound familiar? Well, it should do, because these are the challenges that professionals face every single day when working out there on the international business stage. And I'm not just talking about non-native English speakers. I'm talking about natives too. I know that because I'm one of them. I have had to overcome these challenges in order to optimise my communication and take it to the next level. Now, an observation that I often hear from professionals learning business English or individuals that are learning English as a second language, they say that, well, it's easy for you as a native, you know, you speak English already, it's your first language. Now, if that were true, then that would mean that all natives are excellent negotiators, fantastic public speakers, and they set the room on fire when they deliver a presentation. Now, I think we can all agree that is simply not true, which is actually great news because it means all these great professional communication skills can be learned. 
And that is exactly what we're going to do here today when it comes to creating that strong first impression. So let's take a look at the expressions you can use as well as the manner in which you can deliver them in order to really create that great first impression on your first day. Okay, so first up, we're gonna take a look at the expressions that we can use in order to generate a really good first impression. We're gonna look at informal and formal expressions, so you're really gonna to have to use your judgment as to which one you should use in any given situation. We're then gonna move on to the method of delivery, how you should be delivering these expressions. The first group of expressions we're going to look at are all salutations. What is a salutation? I hear you cry. A salutation is a gesture or saying that we use in order to acknowledge the arrival or departure of an individual or group of people. On the informal side of salutations, you may encounter expressions such as hey, heyer, or hi. But on this side, on the informal side, the list is pretty much endless. Things like, how's it going? How's life? What's happening with you? All these expressions are used as salutations for arrival and don't necessarily require a response. On the formal side, acceptable salutations may be, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, but not good night. Hopefully this doesn't come as too much of a surprise to you, but good night is used as a departure salutation. We do not say it when arriving at or to a location. A word of caution here, that even when using a formal salutation, it is the manner in which it is delivered which is far more important. For example, a strong, robust and innocent hello can be misconstrued if the intonation and stress of the word is wrong and you will turn the whole context of the situation around by saying hello. This is an extreme example, however, it does serve the purpose of demonstrating how important delivery is, so please be mindful. Once you feel that you have the appropriate salutation based upon the situation you're in, you can now address your audience. This could be, hey Rob, or good afternoon everyone, or hello ladies and gentlemen. The key point here is to have the confidence to speak directly to your audience, perhaps using their name where appropriate, or speaking directly to them as a group of people really helps engage them and sets the conditions for a great first impression. The next thing we must do, be it in a formal or informal situation, is to introduce ourselves. And this is as simple as, I'm Rob, or my name is Rob. It is very much up to you to read the room or to understand the context of the situation to enable you to decide whether to use your full name, your nickname, your surname, or whatever's most appropriate for that situation. 
Once we have given the correct salutation and given our name, we now have a number of options available to us. We can choose to talk more about what we do as a job and how it helps, or we could express our positivity or our joy for being here in that situation. For example, hello everyone, my name is Rob and I am a business coach helping professionals communicate more effectively and with impact. Or alternatively, I could say, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Rob and I'm very excited to be here working with you alongside some of the best teams in the industry. The key point here is to begin building relationships as soon as possible, and that includes during a first impression. Talking about who you are and how you can help is a great way to inject some positive feeling into a conversation, as does telling people how excited you are to be in the situation you're in and looking forward to working with the team. I'll say it again because it is vitally important. Building rapport, building relationships from the earliest moment possible is vital to successful communication. It doesn't matter if you are leading a team, if you are pitching a product, if you are trying to get through an interview. If you build a relationship early on with your audience, it doesn't matter if it's one person or a group of people, the communication will be easier. And the start point is that initial first impression that you give. So to recap on the correct expressions we should be using in order to generate that strong first impression, we must first look at using the correct salutation. This is where it all begins. In an informal or formal environment, your salutation sets the standard. Are you on target or are you off target? We then must follow up with a personal introduction of ourselves, our name. I'm Rob. My name is Rob. We can then move on to expressing our pleasure for working in such a scenario, situation or environment or we could go into more detail on who we are, what we do, and how we can help. The key point being is that we're developing that relationship by addressing our audience directly and injecting positivity and confidence into that initial interaction. Okay, on to delivery. Now, with the expressions that we've just learnt, and the ideas that we have about balancing informal and formal and reading the room, we now must deliver our expressions in an appropriate manner. Now, there are a number of tips here that I want to discuss in terms of delivery, but the first one I want to address is the tone of voice you use to deliver your expressions. That is the music in your voice, the rise and fall, the intonation that you're using when delivering your personal introduction. Why is this important? Well, let me give you an example. My name is Rob and I'm a business English specialist. I help professionals speak confidently and effectively with lots of enthusiasm and energy. 
Now, I predict there is exactly a 0% chance that you would get past the first 15 seconds of the podcast, never mind returning to download a new episode each week. So, as you can see, intonation, music, tonality in your voice is key in order to injecting positivity and competence into your communication. Going back to my last example... I did not sound confident. I didn't sound sure of myself and, to be honest, quite forgettable. So you don't want to be at the front of a presentation, in an interview or in any situation where you need to make a very strong first impression and sound like this. You sound really unconfident and it's not going to do you any favours in building that relationship with the audience. So remember, lots of rise and fall and music in your tone of voice when delivering your personal introduction. Another point now on competence, and that is to smile slightly. Now, clearly, this needs to be in line with the feeling of the room. Remember, read the context of the room, the environment or the situation that you're in. But a little smile goes a long way. It even comes out in the tone of your voice. If you're smiling, your voice sounds a little bit more energetic, like it's got a little bit more life to it. It also does you the world of good on a visual front. If you can see that somebody is smiling, not necessarily enjoying themselves, it makes them look more together, more competent, like you are in control of a situation and most importantly, yourself. Nobody wants to sit there and listen to somebody that looks like they are a rabbit caught in headlights, that they're shocked, afraid, a little nervous. That doesn't instill any confidence in anybody. So a little bit of a smile goes a long way. Clearly, make sure it's in keeping with the context of your situation and use it in order to give yourself that extra little bit of a boost during your personal introduction. And that brings us on to the third and final point when considering the delivery of our pieces of communication, and that is speed. Now, speed is a really hot topic, especially at the upper intermediate and advanced levels, especially when it comes to business English. Now, professionals have a tendency to want to speed up when they're speaking in front of a crowd, in front of an audience. Their belief being that the quicker I can speak, the more fluent that I will sound. Now, this may sound logical on the surface. However, if this is your line of thinking, I am unfortunately here to rain on your parade and tell you that is simply not true. There have been countless examples of individuals stood on stages giving presentations, delivering key negotiations, and they have accelerated through their speech, maybe due to nerves or for some other reason, just to get it over and done with and sit back down again. But they have gone through their presentation or their dialogue at an accelerated pace. This has only led the audience into confusion and resulted in poor pronunciation, 
for the speaker. It is a sliding ratio, even for a native. The faster that you speak, the more you will begin to compromise on perfect pronunciation. The key takeaway here is slow your flow. Slow down and allow yourself to properly form the words, expressions and sentences. That also gives your audience a chance to properly digest your message or request. An individual with a slower pace of speech will also seem more in control and perhaps have a little bit more power in their delivery. If you watch any politician or movie star, they will normally speak at a slower pace than usual in order to add gravity and impact to their messaging. If you take away nothing else from this section, just remember, slow your flow. And there we have it. A number of tips on how to make a strong first impression and introduce yourself in the correct manner, setting the conditions for great communication down the line. So a quick recap. Make sure that you are using the correct salutation. Make sure that it is appropriate for that formal or informal environment. You then address your audience directly, either as a group of people or an individual, potentially by using their name. We then move on to introducing ourselves, something very quick and easy, such as I'm Rob or my name is Rob. And then the appropriate use of your name, should it be your full name, a surname, a nickname, whatever you feel is appropriate for your audience. Before then moving into your excitement, your joy about taking up that current position or working alongside certain individuals or even being amongst a team. Alternatively or additionally, you can then go into telling your audience what you do and how you can help. The key point here being to inject energy and positivity into that initial reaction in order to set great conditions for further communication. And remember, in that delivery, make sure that that tone of voice is fluctuating slightly. Make sure you've got a little bit of music and enthusiasm in that tone of voice when communicating your personal introduction. In addition, it's also useful to smile a little bit because remember, nobody wants to look like they're really worried about what's taking place at that moment. Nobody wants to look like a rabbit caught in headlights. And then finally, slow your flow. Make sure that you don't look over-caffeinated or extremely nervous during that initial interaction. Keep it slow, keep it controlled, and really solidify your presence in that room, in that conversation. Now, you may be thinking, that was all fairly basic stuff, Rob. No gems to be found in there. Well, you might be right, but I would ask you to think again and reflect heavily on your own personal introductions. That in turn gives your first impression to an audience. Are they as basic as what we have been running through today? Do you keep it simple? Or do you use fancy or overly complex vocabulary? and expressions. I ask this because this is one of the key themes behind effective communication and thus relationship building. Simplicity. 
We will come back to this many times throughout the podcast as it is so important in good communication and surprisingly difficult to achieve. The key lesson here is keeping your first impressions strong through using simple and clear language, which in turn lays incredibly robust foundations for developing meaningful relationships and dialogue in the future. Why not review your own personal introductions now and see how they could be improved through using simpler, clearer language? Once you're happy, drill them to improve your pronunciation so you can still deliver them perfectly under pressure. As the famous quote goes, perfection is achieved when there is nothing left to take away. This has been the Business English Podcast. We'll see you next time.